how you doing today? This is Josephine Royal of Let Me Tell You Something. And as I always say, what comes from the heart touches the heart. And I intend to touch your heart today. Uh, I know it's uh, hard uh, out there today. There's a lot going on in the community and around the world. But uh, I'm here today to give, keep you informed. And uh, I have a wonderful guest with me. And I know you know him well, Senator Jason Lewis is here with me today, and how you doing, Senator Lewis? How you doing today? Hi, Josephine, uh, and hi to all your listeners. It's uh, it's good to be with you. Thanks for uh, having me on your podcast. Oh, uh, it's a joy to have you. I've um, I've seen you many times, and matter of fact, I've recorded you uh, as well. And uh, I want to know what are you doing in the community with this COVID nineteen. Okay, well, uh, first let me say that I hope everybody is, uh, is safe and well and, and all your, your loved ones as well. Um, I think we all know this is a very, very difficult time, you know, that, we are, that we're living through. Um, and, of course, unprecedented for, for, for all of us. Uh, you know, unless you were around back in uh, 1918 uh, when we had the, you know, the last global pandemic. But what we're doing, and this is true, you know, in, the, in Malden, in the city government, led by Mayor Christensen, is doing a great job, and uh, in our state government as, as well, is uh, kind of twofold. The first is that we are taking all the measures that we think are necessary to uh, contain the spread of the virus. And that is all about, you know, um, preventing our hospitals from um, from being o- overrun with seriously ill patients, and uh, and and of course, it's really about saving lives. So that's you know the top priority, and that's why physical distancing is so important, and people following you know uh, the uh, uh, advice of public health experts. So that's number one. And then the second thing that we're doing in our government is we are recognizing that this pandemic is causing extreme hardship, you know, for many, many of our neighbors and our small businesses and others. And so we're trying to take steps, you know, to support and and help our residents and and our small businesses uh, at the same time to get through this crisis. Hmm. Um, Could you tell me, uh, like, uh, I think I mentioned uh, the... uh uh, Mystic Valley uh, distributed meals, and um, my husband was on the receiving end to that. And I think I uh, I talked to Karen Hayes about that. Could you tell me a little bit more about where they came from? It was called traditions. That's the only thing I know. Right. So you know, we have some amazing you know people and organizations you know in our community and. You know, sometimes in the worst of times, you know, it brings out the best in people. And, you know, let me also just say right now how grateful I know we all are to, you know, to our first responders and to our uh, the folks that are working in our hospitals uh, and people who are in our grocery stores and drivers and everybody who's kind of, you know, is on the front lines of this. So I thank you so much to all of them. And along, and along, along with all those folks, we have, you know, local community organizations, you know, that are stepping up, um, that help our neighbors every day, but are really going above and beyond in this crisis. And uh, Mystic Valley, all the services, is, it was a good example. And then another good example is Bread of Light uh, in Malden. 
they're an amazing organization. And in fact, the other just the other day, I, I uh, uh, along with uh, Lizzie Tran from my office, we uh, volunteered to you know deliver groceries to local residents. And uh, and I think that's when we were dropping off groceries. Um, uh, you know, for uh, your for your husband, and it was uh, great to see all the volunteers that are stepping stepping forward and, and helping Bread of Life. You know, to make these deliveries. Um, you know, there's a lot of need for food assistance right now, and uh, so anyone who's you know willing and able to help, you know, with seniors and people who are vulnerable, there's lots of ways you could you can also be helping out right now. Well, uh, could you tell us a, a little bit more about that? I know Karen did, but can you um, just tell us uh, where they can, uh, what website they can go to or where they can call if they don't have Internet? Absolutely. Um, the best uh, place to get good local information is the Malvern uh, City website. So you would just go on the, on, the, on the Malvern City website and then right there on the on the first page is the is the, uh, dedicated to the COVID nineteen situation, and you know that's a good place to get information on local resources and how ways you can help. And you can also um, uh, uh, you know call my office uh, or or um, look at our um, uh, you know website or Facebook page and or email us, and, and we are also uh, another resource for folks in terms of accessing unemployment insurance benefits or food benefits or other programs. And, and also, if you wanted to help by volunteering um, or donating uh, protective equipment or anything like that, you can also reach out to my office. And that's um, 617-722-1206. Or you can email us at jason.lewis at ma ma for mass senate.gov um and you know so the i would say either the local uh, malden city website um or or my office are two places you can turn to get both get assistance and also to learn about ways to uh to to volunteer this is good to know is there any other information that you have for us on COVID-19? Uh, I realize they're setting up in certain areas in uh, uh, different towns, but uh, in the way of Malden and Medford, uh, could you tell us more? Um, the, well, another good resource that, that people should know about is, um, is the state's, uh, Massachusetts State's Department of Public Health. You know, we have a very... Uh, we're fortunate to have a very strong public health department in Massachusetts and also a very strong public health department uh, locally in, in, in Malden. And so that's also a very good resource for people who want to know more about this, this disease and, uh, you know, how to protect yourself and your family from it and have questions about, you know, what the infection rate looks like. Any questions like that, either the Malden Department of Public Health, you know, led by Chris Webb, is great, doing a great job locally, or the State uh, Department of Public Health. And again, you can find that either online or by, by calling. Um, is very good information for, for folks as well. But, you know, the main thing is, you know, I'm sure your listeners know already, you know, keep your distance um, from other people uh, as much as six feet when, you know, when you are out. Um, you know, the advice now is to wear a mask when you when you go out of your house, and that's both to protect yourself and also to protect other people because there are 
we know already there are people who are infected with the virus who, who may show no symptoms at all. Um, so it's also about protecting others. And, of course, you know, make sure you, you observe good hygiene, wash your hands frequently, avoid touching your face. So th- these are all basic measures that we know can help keep people safe and prevent the spread of the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any help for uh, just not uh, the young at heart, but anybody that really, uh, like uh, at this point, homeless? Um, where could they go from Malden and beyond? Yeah, so there, there's definitely um, help for people who, who are, you know, in a, in a, uh, in a tough, tough spot. Um, the first thing I would point people to is um, is definitely unemployment insurance. So anyone who has lost their job or has been furloughed or maybe had their hours reduced, any uh, reduction cut in your income, you are going to be eligible, almost everyone's going to be eligible for unemployment insurance benefits. And that is a great way to get support for you and your family and help to continue to pay your bills. Um, you apply for benefits by going onto the state's uh, unemployment insurance website. It's run by the Department of Unemployment Assistance. And um, in addition to the regular benefits that folks will be eligible for, there's an additional $600 per week on top that that you will be able to receive um, for the next 16 weeks. And that's thanks to the federal law, uh, stimulus act that was passed recently with help from our uh, congressional delegation. Um, so that's a good source of income. And the very good news is that People who are self-employed or independent contractors or maybe drive for Uber or Lyft can also qualify for unemployment benefits. That's not typically the case. But um, again, because of the federal legislation, they will also qualify. Uh, The only thing is they have to wait till uh, the end of April to apply because um, the state is um, having to put in place a new system to process those applications. So they'll be able to apply by the end of April. Um, Everybody else can be applying right away. And all uh, when somebody qualifies for benefits, they are retroactive to when the person lost their job or had their income reduced. So, you know, don't worry, your benefits will be retroactive. Um, My office has has, um, compiled a resource guide for residents um, which lists out, again, all this information about unemployment insurance, but also information about food um, uh, food stamps. That's called, those are called SNAP benefits and housing programs and health care programs and a whole range of other resources for anyone who may be struggling, whether they're, you know, uh, seniors or, or younger folks. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. So that resource guide is also available and you can find it on my Facebook page, Senator Jason Moore's Facebook page, or again, just email or call my office and we'll make sure to get it to you. There's a lot of good information in there about resources available to help people. Um, again, it's 617-722-1206 is my phone number, or email would be jason.lewis, L-E-W-I-S, at masenate.gov. Um, so we encourage folks to follow up and we want to help you. Anyone who's, um, you know, uh, is struggling right now, uh, we want to help you as much as we can.
for all first responders out there, uh, if somebody does uh, get this uh, COVID-19 and they don't want to bring it home to their families, is anywhere in Malden set up where they can go? That's a great question. There are concerns about that from first responders and also from nurses and doctors and technicians working in hospitals, you know, that they don't want to put their family at risk. There are housing options being worked out. Um, I think there's discussions with local hotels, for example, and uh, college dorms to provide uh, housing options. So what I would recommend is anybody in that situation, you know, if you're a first responder working in Malden, you would you would talk to the contact, you know, talk to your um, the police chief or the fire chief or the mayor's office in Malden. If you're working in a hospital like, say, Cambridge Health Alliance, you know, you would talk to your um, supervisor at the hospital. But, yes, there definitely are plans underway to open up more housing uh, opportunities for our frontline workers. That's wonderful to hear. That's wonderful to hear. I have another question because I hear a lot of people asking about this. Now, this stimulus package, do the young at heart get a stimulus relief? Um, so, I think, yes, I think you're asking about the um, stimulus checks yes. right, that are being sent. Yes. So, the very good news is that those checks, um, which are, again, part of the federal stimulus bill known as the CARES Act that uh, we were very happy that Congress passed into law uh, two weeks ago, there are uh, checks that are arriving very soon, um, and that will include for seniors as well. And the amount is $1,200 per person um, as long as you make less than $75,000 a year in income. So if you make less than $75,000, you would get the full $1,200 check. And you can actually get, uh, still get a check, although a reduced amount, up to uh, to income of $100,000 a year. And so in a household with, say, two adults, they would get $2,400. And uh, for households that have children, uh, they would also get an additional $500 for each child. So again, that does apply to seniors as well. Uh, young at heart, as you said, and uh, so that those those checks should be arriving. I've been told, you know, even this week, um, uh, or otherwise in the in the next uh, the next couple of weeks. Mm. I, I'm going to ask you to clarify: Do they have to have direct deposit, sir? My understanding is if if somebody has direct deposit, like from filing their tax returns, then the, the check will automatically be. Uh, deposited, you know, in their in their account. But if you uh, don't have direct deposit, uh, the check uh, will be mailed to you. Um, so you know, as long as you file the tax return this year or last year, or it'll be mailed to you. Um, if anyone has questions about that or is, doesn't think they fall into those situations, again, I, I would urge them to to call or email my office, and we will um, we will look into their specific situation. And see if you know if what they if they need to do. But I, my understanding is, in almost all cases, you know, people do not they will receive the the, the stimulus checks automatically. Thank you for clarifying this. This was important to hear because I think there was some confusion on some uh, young at heart's part. And um, they asked me to ask this this question. 
So thank you so much for clarifying. Uh, is there anything that uh, else that you can bring to the uh, table besides washing the hands and good hygiene and wearing a mask? Uh, you know, I mean, it obviously is better to stay home as much as you can. Um, you know, we recognize people still have to go out to, you know, probably the grocery store and pharmacy and essential things. But try to, you know, minimize that, how often you, you go out and uh, um, uh, or if there's someone who can help you with that, particularly if you're if you're elderly. Um, but it's still fine to, you know, go outside and, and go for a walk. You know, get some exercise. That that's that. Maybe not today, given the weather. <laughs> yes. But uh, most days, that that's perfectly fine. Do that. Get some fresh air. Some exercise. That's you know, that's good for you. The other thing I want to mention that we are working on in the state legislature right now. It's a high priority for the the state senate and the state house representatives is to make sure we protect. Uh, people um, so that they are not at risk of uh, being evicted from their apartments, you know, if they have difficulty paying rent, or from uh, their home if they have difficulty paying their mortgage. And we are very soon going to, um, I believe, put a um, uh, what's known as a moratorium in place on any evictions or foreclosures in Massachusetts uh, throughout the period of this crisis. And uh, we know how important it is that nobody should be um, at risk of, uh, you know, of, of being on the street um, ever, but particularly in a time like this. Yes. Um, do they have any idea? I mean, I know this is on an ongoing thing at this point, but do they have any idea when the curve will take place? The uh the, uh, according to uh, Governor Baker and uh, the public health experts that the state's been working with, we do expect the kind of sort of the greatest number of, of, of infections to happen uh, over the next two weeks. Um, so that's known as the surge, you know, in terms of the numbers of people who are becoming infected. And unfortunately, some will need to be hospitalized. Um, but we have the, our local hospitals, um, Melrose Wakefield, um, certainly Cambridge Health Alliance, uh, the, you know, the major Boston hospitals, they've all been doing a great job uh, preparing for the surge. They've been uh, expanding the number of uh, uh, beds that are available. They've been expanding their intensive care unit capacity. They've been, uh, you know, adding more staff. Uh, they've been doing really, really great job to be ready. So. We're very hopeful that, you know, even with more patients needing to be hospitalized, that our hospitals, you know, in this area can accommodate them and can provide them the best possible care so that, um, you know, hopefully many can can recover uh, from this uh, from this virus. Um, so that's the current uh, projections. You know, what we have to be realistic. The virus is, you know, still not going away. And so... You know, even after the surge, there, there will, the virus will still be in our communities, and you know, we're still going to have to continue to take precautions for, um, you know, for the foreseeable future uh, until, um, you know, until we have much better treatments and testing, uh, and also until we have a vaccine available. Mm. I see. Is there anything else you'd like to add, sir? Uh, I think I just want to wish everyone well, and uh, um, you know, again. Uh, uh, take care of yourself, um, and uh, you know we we, will, we it's, this is a little tough time, we know, but we will get through this together. And um, again, definitely there's there's help out there. So anyone who's listening, 
either they need some help or uh, or they now have a friend or neighbor who needs help, just reach out again. Reach out to uh, Mayor Christensen's office in, locally. They're doing a great job. Reach out to my office. Senator Jason Lewis, or I should represent Steve Altrino's office, where all will try to get you the information you need and, and assistance wherever we can help. Senator Lewis, do you want to repeat your email and your phone number again, sir? Sure. So uh, phone number would be 617-722-1206. And that's my office. And although we're not working at the state house right now, we're working remotely. Just leave a message. And we'll get back to you uh, as soon as possible. And email would be Jason dot like a, a period Lewis L E W I S at M A for M A for Mass Senate dot gov. Jason dot Lewis at M A Senate dot gov. And uh, you can also find us on our website, Senator Jason Lewis, and uh, anyone who uses Facebook, um, Senator Jason Lewis as well. That's another good way to get uh, very frequent updates from my office and access to other information. And we also have an email newsletter we've been sending every week or every other week also with updates and resources. And anybody can sign up for our email newsletter as well if you call or email my office or go on our website. Well, I thank you for uh, being on this podcast and giving us so much information. But I'd like to give a shout-out to all the first responders. I'd like to give a shout-out to all the nurses out there. I'd like to give a shout-out to all the uh, grocery stores workers, all the doctors, all the CNAs, all the home care workers. I'd like to say thank you. And take care of yourself as well. Do you all have all the information from Senator Lewis? If you need to call, you do know where to call. If you're from Malden and beyond, you do know where to call. And um, I'd like to give a thanks to Mayor uh, Gary Christensen and um, uh, to the Chief of Police of Malden, Massachusetts, and also to Senator Lewis. And I thank you, sir, for co- coming on this podcast. Thank you very much. And have Sorry, a wonderful day. Thank my you. Pleasure. Thank you. And I'm going to play uh, some very nice uh, calming music for the young at heart and beyond. And I'll be thanking you and praying for each and every one of you. And here it comes. Bye-bye, Senator Lewis. Bye-bye.